Welcome back everyone to another episode of our podcast. Um, so today's topic is actually quite impromptu and quite um, interesting. <laughs> so initially we wanted to talk about other things on like comparison, but um, Joe had an idea that why don't we talk about parenting? Then I think when we first heard about that topic, I mean, or at least I when I first heard like my, I mean, I was quite, whoa, Okay. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go. Yeah, but she did share like mm. something that she read, which I thought it was quite cool. Mm. Actually, I was watching a video about mm. this particular child mm. uh, that grew up in an abusive household and how he hated his dad like had very negative feelings for his dad because his dad was always traveling and when he comes back, all they do is quarrel and fight. Mm. Yeah. And then he's always trying to protect his mom. Mm. Um, yeah. So like when when the his parents eventually got a divorce, he was really happy mm. and thought like, yeah, finally, like we can live in harmony and happiness. Huh? Mm. But because there was an absent dad, no fatherly mm. figure in the household, the need to step up to become mm. um, a fatherly figure for his mother and also for his younger brother. So how much he hated, like his dad, he he didn't he told himself like I'm never gonna be like my dad. If my dad doesn't give compliments, I'm gonna give lots of compliments. If my my dad yeah doesn't spend time with us, I will try to spend as much time as I can. Mm. But eventually, like his mom. Uh, start to say that like hey you are having a lot of your dad's treats your dad's treats are just sh- showing up so much and mm. he he was very angry with himself because like, like I don't want to be like that like mm. I don't want to be like my father mm. and and yeah so um he actually googled and, and did some research that genetics actually passed down to children as well mm. it was a struggle but he finally managed to accept that he he's like this. He 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 mentioned something that he said. Um, the the very one that you hate and you desire not to be like, you mm. end up being like them. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So I thought that was like uh, scary, but. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But I felt that, like the story doesn't have to end there, lah. In that sense, mm. it sounds mm. very hopeless, right? Because I yeah. I totally can relate to what he was saying in the sense that the person that you don't want to be, like, there is a tendency for you to move towards that direction. Um, mm, because that's who you focus on and what you focus on. Yeah, and why why it angers you or hurts you so much that unknowingly you also model after, you know, um, the behavior and thoughts and feelings. Then I felt that I mean, now in my transition to um, also learning to be a parent or preparing, I I felt like I'm in this grey area where it was a little bit different from last time before, mm. um, before I know that I have a child. And, um, because last time, I think that, like, I, I share the same sentiments. Like, you know, I don't want to be like this, 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 these things that my parents did that mm. hurt me. And yeah. I don't want to pass that down to my child. And that's my greatest fear all along. Yeah. Um, but 
more and more I see and I can understand where they are coming from as well. Okay, I'm not I'm not condoning um abusive behavior and what the dad did was right and all that. Definitely not. Yeah. But I'm just saying that um is is I'm at this very weird um I'm having this very weird experience where um kind of like putting myself in their shoes and I will agree to a certain extent that why the genetics play a part is because maybe let's say my dad is a very sensitive person um, and and he he feels a lot. And that's why like, I guess sometimes when anger comes, it comes very quick and all that. Mm-hmm. And unknowingly, um, and I, I have that kind of temperament as well, that, that kind of sensitivity. And so when I feel stressed or feel... Um, you know, my anger can come as well and it can come quite quickly. Um, and I learned my coping. I mean, the first pers- persons that I learned my coping from are from my family. Lah. Um, but I also take ownership that because now I'm adult already and I having the awareness is, is the first step to change. I truly believe. Mm. And... Um, and because I'm aware that I also have the tendency, um, I there's so many resources and so many people around that we can also learn different coping um, and different ways to manage that stress and that that um to to kind of um so change is possible. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. Um and I learned that because I'm aware that when I'm stressed, I tend to let's say become like that sometimes. And slowly, slowly, I learned that that awareness helped me to find different ways to manage that. And I become um, better lah at, at it, at the temperaments and all that. So I do believe that there's a part to play. But I think when I was in my earlier days, let's say teenage years or maybe a bit older, um, I think we all have a tendency to also blame our parents for everything. You know, yeah. and you know that oh, it's because of you that I'm like that. Because of you, I'm like that, and that actually caused a lot of strife and a lot of, um, unhappiness in the relationship. And when my dad passed away that time, I've I think it's also a, it is also a part of a grief process, a grieving process that mm-hmm. uh, they mentioned that you will feel how you you somehow will suddenly be in your your the um the loved one's shoes and you suddenly will mm. experience or feel how they feel in certain memories or certain events that has happened um and it's very true it's like like when my i remember let's say when my dad was um being very difficult like during the last his last days lah which we didn't know it was his last days um, because he couldn't sleep at all, he was feeling very frustrated, and um, at times he demands a lot of things, and we couldn't even rest properly. And I felt like, you know, why are you being so um, unreasonable, lah? Um, but I think um, since he passed away, I I realized that, or now when I'm feeling sick, I realized that actually because he's sick and he's very unwell. And so he he needed that. He just wanted a relief. That's his his shout for cry. But I I didn't know, and I interpreted differently. And I guess maybe the way that he, 
the shot was was painful lah, you know, to me as well. Yeah, definitely. But um, so so I. I don't know why. So I think since then, I also felt that I want to tell um children. I mean, of course, not to say that oh, just forgive your parents or like you know whatever, but also recognize that no matter what your parents did, like you know, although it's the past, uh, although it's um painful and hurtful memories, that I'm sure there are there are moments. Okay, I'm not talking about extreme cases, yeah, like like super abusive, like you know that kind. Like I'm I'm not talking about that, but I'm just talking about general lah. For us, generally, our parents are not perfect, and and we will feel hurt at times. And but rather than just blaming our parents, I think it's time to recognize that um we are no longer that child that is afraid anymore, and we are adults, and we can make our own decisions now, and we can. And change can happen, and it's time for us to take ownership rather than um, blaming our parents for everything as well, lah. We can all heal and grow from it. Like right. that's hope. I think it's also the acceptance to know that, like, yeah, my parents are like that, yeah. and that try not to blame them as well, because mm. I have the same I have the same uh feelings as well that I I will always blame uh my parents for certain things that. That why do I have to go through such? Why didn't they help me? Why didn't my mom help me when I'm going through mm-hmm. such a difficult time? My dad and I guess it's also us trying to blame everyone, like point the finger at everyone, but not mm-hmm. ourselves. We have a part to play in that problem as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all of us, you know, have our own faults. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to be kind and forgiving and gentle with one another, mm-hmm. as how Jesus would be gentle with us when we are dealing with our sin. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I think yeah. in terms of that blaming part, that is quite interesting also that during my therapy course, well, basically it's a family therapy thing. Lah. There's different posture and one of it is that blaming stance. Then in this exercise, right, I realized that initially I put the blame, like I point my fingers towards my dad like in certain things that he did. But at the end of the day, I realized that... um. Actually, the person that I'm pointing most at is myself. So when we when we point our fingers to others and say that I don't want to be like the person, actually, I think at that point of time, it's my helplessness, and my and my blaming on myself of how helpless and how come I cannot get out of this scary thing that is happening. That was a very big revelation for me, lah. That unknowingly, when we point fingers at others, actually you are also pointing at yourself, but you don't know, like you are not aware. That kind of can slowly eat you up, and you feel very helpless, feel very hopeless, like feel like you know why I can I have I'm not empowered to do anything. So I think that's why the recognition that I'm now an adult, I'm no longer mm-hmm. that child that's living in that fear, and mm-hmm. I can do something about it. I have the strength. Um and resources really, cause I think sometimes we also stuck in that childhood, like in that child yeah. body and mind that we are still five years old or four years old that we cannot do anything. We we didn't realize that actually now we are like twenty plus years old, we are thirty years old, and we can do things. Yeah, mm. and we have choices actually. It's just what path, what choice you you choosing lah. 
But sometimes mm-hmm. this choosing of choice is also not conscious. I think it's a bit too chim really <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but but <laughs> yeah, maybe I should step back. <laughs> no, and, but, but how, yeah. how would you counsel someone who is going mm-hmm. through like a family problem or who feels really trapped, who feels like it's everyone's fault that mm-hmm. I'm like this? How would you counsel this um, little child that is struggling with this? The first thing that I think is very helpful is to listen out first yeah. without mm. judgment. Just let the person blame first. And yeah, let the person release, right? Yeah. Like and whatever that's inside. Correct. And when I, when I hear, I would hear certain things like, um, and will feedback. And that feedback is not to say that, oh, you shouldn't blame your parents. <laughs> not that kind of. Yeah, but it's questions. So like, I think I will, will hold a curious stance. Because the first layer, if let's say it's a blaming stance, it's usually anger and then there's a lot of, you know, that kind of thing. A lot of anger, a lot of unhappiness. But when you slowly peel the layers, you realize there's sadness, there is hopelessness, there is pain. And I think to slowly get to, to those layers by um, really uh, em- empathetic listening la, and to pull things out, la, yeah. Very technical but <laughs> I think another another thing to add is that one way to heal is also to forgive yourself and to tell yourself like, yeah, I know that this thing happened to me. Mm. I know that this is reality. This can be the past. Like this can, we can move on from this. Mm. And also to get help. Like to, to open up to the right people mm. to walk this journey with you so that you mm. don't feel like you're alone and you're isolating yourself and you're just going down into this deep spiral of Mm. Um, pity like pitying yourself and feeling mm, mm, mm. like like there's yeah. no one that's helping you. Mm. I'm all alone in this. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. Like this is how depressed people feel. I I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's so true. it's to forgive yourself mm. for for whatever that that um has been done mm. to you or whatever that you feel like you cannot stop at that moment. Mm. Yeah, mm. I. I would definitely agree with the forgiving yourself, but I felt that like there's also many things and layers that need to be peeled before you reach that step. Like that mm. that's you know, the experience of forgiving yourself. Mm. Because mm. I think nowadays, right, um pop psychology la, then we have mm. a lot of um things that we can do, we should do, let's say self-care. Let's say, uh, mm. forgive yourself. <laughs> Let's say, you know, yeah. um, you know, like it's okay to be sad and all that kind of quotes, lah. Yeah, that like, is sometimes okay helpful. Correct, it's okay to cry. I think it's sometimes helpful, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it can also cause an unknown pressure onto someone. Let's say, um, mm. let's say today, like this person come and then uh, really very angry and all that, and then this person, uh, have not reached that stage of being able to reconcile um, you know like you know what's happening and it's still mm. at the stage of you know still still feeling a lot overwhelmed and all that it's very hard you, if you just tell the person to it just forgive yourself oh, yeah. it's, it's very hard it's, it's more like a bible bashing thing right like you just yeah it's like it's like you feel so sad in your you face like- yeah, just forgive yourself, you know. Oh, like, <laughs> don't, be like, don't be sad, la. <laughs> why, why, why are you yeah. so sad? <laughs> so this kind of so <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, so you you can do it. You can do it. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's so true. <laughs> 
So I feel yeah, like... Yeah, I totally get what you mean. Correct. So like, not speed up the healing process. Correct. So allow the healing process to take place. And only God and you know, like, how long you need. I think that a lot of times we are, like, why people are feeling impatient, even when we are looking at other people, like, why is this person, like, you know, like, so long, still in that that state, and how I think. Um, I think it's, it's, it's also a reflection of our own self, like how how we how we are so impatient with ourselves also in terms of like, you know, we felt that, we felt like, oh, we need to be happy. You know, we need to be okay and at peace and joyful. We kind of want to force our emotions into into, into the it's so-called the more positive I... emotion. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. I, I... Yeah. Like, you know, so we, we, we become rushed all these things that actually it doesn't it doesn't it, it works very differently lah from from solving your your task or your from you solving know, your admin problem, problem. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's very different and that every only every person like every person's time is different but I think that is Correct. a difference there's a difference between wallowing in self pity and that's why you're forever in that loop mm-hmm. and having slowly having that awareness and slowly taking ownership and courage actually every single small step that you take mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. courage and that is bravery that wow. is true courage yeah so so I think to acknowledge that you know um I, I do notice that there, there are some people who 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 actually actually wants to or feel like you know felt like oh I'm, I'm so my, my circumstances is super lousy super crazy very bad you know everyone has it better mm. than me mm. and i am um and they they just wallow in that wallow mm. in that and i mm. think it's okay to acknowledge that you do feel lousy that you do feel like you know other people had it better and it's mm. okay to to acknowledge that but i think that they has to partner with the other part where you also acknowledge that you know what I I accept and I I I I accept my emotion and how I'm feeling right now, but there yeah. is also different, um, and I truly gently embrace it that okay this pain is there, and when you really embrace it right and take ownership to embrace it right, actually the emotion will transform and you will start having like new thoughts like new wiring like. Okay, I, I'm still grateful for this and all. But it and it, it's not forced one, you know. It's not like I force myself to to think about it. Like I think I personally experienced that and that's why um I, I would say that la. And but some I, I do notice there are some people who because um it's also a familiarity, you know. I'm I've been in this state for so long and I mm. when I pity myself and all that, um and and all that then um how to say that's the person's so way of coping correct and you're you're so familiar that to make any that kind of changes correct to yeah. make any kind of changes is actually scary for you so it's so mm. so how would you like um advise someone how do we break this loop of self-pity how do we break this loop of a negativity and yeah how do we do that honestly right i i don't think the power lies in the external party so i really believe all these things are god's timing and Correct. 
you you can have you experienced like you can hear us the same quote let's say um it's yeah. okay to be sad on this day yeah. it, it means nothing to you but on a specific day it suddenly just hits you so hard or like a bible yeah. verse that this day doesn't make sense the other day it was just like wow speak so straight to your heart it's the mm. same thing i think if if i meet someone like that actually um i mean we can do our due diligence which is to just share comfort. If, yeah comfort share whatever that you you i mean with wisdom la, and discernment but at the end of the day it's really god's timing what i feel and and the other person's awareness that you know maybe they reach a point of crisis that you usually crisis will make the change that's why i think <laughs> that's why god gives us crisis i think <laughs> because we we are yeah we, we yeah we love familiarity la. then so for people like that i it is really god's timing mm. Mm. and recognize that we are not that powerful la. we cannot change the other person <laughs> that's so beautiful uh, i can I just share like a, mm. a, a ver- like a tr- sm- short snippet from Ecclesiastes? Mm, sure. It's talking about it's talking about um, there's a time for everything. Mm. So um, it reads for everything there is a season, a mm. time for every matter under heaven, mm. a time to be born, a time to die, a time mm. to plant, and a time to pluck out what was planted. A mm. time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A mm. time to mourn and a time to dance. A mm. time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. Mm. <laughs> a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A mm. time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep. A time to cast away. A time to tear and a time to sow. Mm. A time to keep silence and a time mm. to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Mm. Yeah, so uh, the later part, it says that he has made everything beautiful. God has made everything beautiful in its time. Mm. And he has put eternity into a man's heart. Mm. Yeah, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from beginning to the end. So mm. like we don't know when is our healing come. When does mm. our healing come? Mm. We don't know when it's the time to do this or do that. Mm. But we have to know that God makes everything beautiful in its time. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so good. That's so good. Mm. Yeah. I think like on that note, I also want to um, encourage those uh, who are in the social service line or helping other, others. Mm. Um, like, I think since my experience as a counselor, a therapist in, in um Very I really counselor. felt that <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I really felt that the if anything, right, I were to pass down or to share with other new uh, counselors or therapists, um, mm. I would say that be comfortable or be learn to f- uh, to be okay with feeling helpless. Wow. Because okay. Yeah, I felt that's the first step actually. Because a lot of times, like I think as as people who want to help, uh, we always think that oh we like sometimes we have unknowingly have the savior mentality that you know we can save this person 
Oh. Yeah. Not, not to say that your I mean not to say that your not to say that your saving yeah. is not good. Correct. <laughs> oh, your your contributions will add no value. That's that's not true yeah. at all. Yeah. But it's it's just that we are not the savior and we um and there will come a lot of times that you feel super helpless. Like, you know, I, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't even know whether when I'm listening or just being in that room with that person, like does mm. it add any you know, like, does it have any value or does it even help the person? And I so, I, I learned that, yeah, learn to be okay with feeling helpless because, and slowly recognize that um, you do your small part, really, but there are yeah. so much more things that is out of our control and it's okay. Yeah. So, I think that helped me through my journey um, as a counsellor, as a therapist. Lah. I think, and you, if not, you'll feel... Mm, yeah, also correct. Give, you give space to, to, work, to work, and you also recognize. I think it's also a truth thing, like truth bomb that you know you are actually mm. not that powerful. <laughs> you know, you are actually not. You are not so important. Like, you, know? you, you play not. correct. You you play your part. God can yeah. use you for sure, but yeah. you are not the savior and it's okay to not be the savior and then i realized that a lot of people in the helping profession ties our identity in how much we can help mm-hmm. the other person and that has that sometimes sometimes i'm not saying all the time has to do with how helpless we felt when we were younger or like you know certain things lah that that happened as well i do notice that so i i noticed the the the, the good like people who are in helping profession who are really good at what they're doing right are people who recognize um why they are in this industry first they know their purpose they know their purpose and their purpose is not like oh i just really want to help like they and also they they recognize and have healed from their past Mm. Mm. a lot of people choose psychology for a reason and is to help themselves or their family wow actually and I, I realized that in a lot of times if you you are so busy wanting to fix other people's problem, you but you don't have the courage to face your own demons. And I think that's the 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 biggest kind of uh, hindrance that you can have between you and your clients as well, like in your or your patients. Yeah. So I would strongly encourage that I mean I mean, of course, you don't need to be perfect. Like, no one is perfect. But at least, maybe take some time to, to, to reflect. Like, why, why are you in this profession? Like, reflect a little bit deeper. And I yeah. think it will really help. In, and it will help prevent burnout. It will definitely help in having that clarity when you're doing your work as well. Mm. Yeah. I don't know how did parenting talk become this <laughs> counseling talk, but I mean, but I think, la, I think okay. many, many, many people need to hear this. Mm. Many people struggle um um growing up and having mm. hurts and mm. and like there's this quote that says hurt people hurt people, right? Mm. So like if you don't heal from your own um traumatic experiences or childhood uh. Mm. hurts when you are young you're, mm. you're only inflicting pain mm. onto other people you don't even know that you are doing that mm. <laughs> so I think it's very important to heal from mm. your own pain yeah and I think for a moment that I, I did question like last time I did question that 
when I was doing psychology, whether or not healing is even possible. Wow. I did question <laughs> that. Yeah. But what, 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 what was your conclusion? But now my conclusion is it's definitely possible. It is possible. But mm-hmm. it takes more factors than we think. Like it's not a and it takes a lot of time. <laughs> it takes time. And that's why actually patience. the key is patience. Yeah. Is patience and and don't expect to fix yourself. Sometimes it's not even about fixing, you know. Sometimes actually I realize that rather than fixing the problem or we want to erase our past or fix our past, the more important is acceptance. Acceptance that this has happened. Acceptance that how can we from that acceptance and then grow to something even more beautiful. Like, okay, maybe, you know, when, when there's acceptance, right, I realized this word was so powerful throughout um, yeah, my practice as well. Um, and I'm still learning, honestly. Like, it's, it's definitely a lifelong journey. And don't expect that, okay, three months break means that within these three months, I'm going to be clean from the past and like, like no problem and like, woohoo. That's, that's not true. Like. It's a lifelong journey. Be patient with yourself. Know that healing is possible, but it has its timing. And I think it's God's grace for us also. Like how healing doesn't come all at once. Because I don't think we can take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a, it's a it's something that I have to remind myself over and over again. It's I'm also learning. I think that's why um and I know that it's not dif- it's not easy. And so I really but I really commend everyone for your bravery and I courage that you know with these wounds we can still move forward and it's okay. We can still move forward, live our life. And I, I saw something on Instagram today that was very I thought was very beautiful I guess although he didn't write it in a beautiful way but it's very funny but he say um, but sad is sad right and I think happiness in other areas doesn't eliminate sadness in others this is by what's his name uh? Chun Zord on Instagram yeah so it's true lor, like sometimes you feel sad but that doesn't and you feel happy you can feel those two things at the same time. Yeah. And we sometimes feel like, oh, you know, because I'm wounded, I cannot feel like happiness in other areas, which is not true. Mm. Mm. Like, and then we focus so much on like trying to fix our pain, you know. But pain, love, joy, peace, actually, it can come together somehow. Which is a very weird thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, as you were sharing, I, I just, I immediately got an uh, image of the, the very famous Night Birdie. Mm, um, oh, yes. Saying it's okay. And mm. then she, she said something like, um, you don't have to wait until everything is all right mm. to, be, to feel happy. Mm, mm. Yeah. Then I thought that was so, like, wow. I think that, that made uh, Simon Cowell like, Mm. Here internally. Yes. <laughs> <Ding>. <laughs> and make all, all of us ball. <laughs> we just like yeah, cry out. Golden buzzer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's very beautiful. That, and that's one thing I also learned through grief. La. Like when I when I feel sad about my dad, like actually like they say la, grief is just love. 
in another mm. form, right? Grief is actually just love, lah, and and it's like love and sadness exist at the same time, you know. And there are happy memories that you talk about him, but you feel sad, but you feel happy, <laughs> but you feel like you love him. <laughs> so it's a, yeah, it it it's actually quite a interesting. I think, yeah, that we need to learn about our emotions. Uh. We are too one-way one mind, really. One-track mind. <laughs> well, I think Sometimes. to wrap up like today's podcast is mm. that to be, to be patient with yourself, be gentle, yeah. be patient, and to accept yeah. whatever situation that you're in. Mm. And just to know that everything, like God makes everything beautiful in His time. Yeah. 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 At his, at his time, at the right time, you will get your healing and you will feel that like, wow, I'm really healed from this. Mm. So <laughs> I think um, that's the end of our podcast. Bye. Thanks for having me again. Bye. <laughs>